0: Ah, oh, nice to see y'all. Oh thanks. Thanks, Rachel. Jesus. 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 The start, the middle, and the end. Literally, it's just the most simple story on the planet. And I could sit down now and we could just reflect on his goodness. We could reflect on what he's done for us, that he died for us, that he's alive in us through the power of his Holy Spirit. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It is with absolutely no apology that we're going to go back to Acts chapter 2 again. No apology at all. I absolutely love that we've only, we're meant to be going through the book of Acts and we're now in october and we've only got to Acts chapter four i just think that's awesome so if if you enjoy order i'm sorry we're going back again so are you ready to to read Acts chapter two we're going to read the whole fella together there's some bibles around the room let's move around there's going to be words come up on the screen let's just prepare our hearts to come round his word his life giving Beautiful, amazing, powerful, life-changing word. This book is not dead because Jesus is alive. And so the words contained within here need to help our hearts come alive again. Who needs their heart to be a little bit more alive? I'm going to ask you again. Who needs their heart to become a little bit more alive? Okay, keep your hand up. And we're just going to pray. So Jesus, we just speak life to the hands that are raised right now. And we speak that you are alive. And we just speak your life through this room, through our hearts, through all that we are. We just say and declare you are alive today. You are not dead. You are alive. And you long to be more and more alive in us. So come, Lord Jesus, come, Holy Spirit, and fill us up afresh with your life giving spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so Acts chapter 2, here we go. On the day of Pentecost, woo! The greatest day in history. It's another greatest day in history, isn't it? Seven weeks after Jesus' resurrection, the believers were meeting together. In one place, suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm in the skies above them. And it filled the house where they were meeting. Then what looked like tongues of fire appeared and settled on each one of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. Godly Jews from many nations were living in Jerusalem at the time. When they heard the sound, they came running to see what it was all about. And they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. They were beside themselves with wonder. How can this be? They exclaimed. These people are all from Galilee. And yet we hear them speaking the languages of the lands we were born. Here we are. All those people. From those places. Which I cannot say. And we all hear these people speaking in our own languages. About the wonderful things God has done. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. But others in the crowd were mocking. They're drunk. That's all, they said. Then, Peter the dude stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem, make no mistake about this. Some of you are saying these people are drunk. It isn't true. It's much too early for that. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, what you see this morning was predicted centuries ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit upon all my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy, and I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below blood and fire and clouds of smoke the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon will be turned blood red before the great and glorious day of the lord arrives and anyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved people of israel listen god publicly endorsed jesus of nazareth by doing wonderful miracles wonders and signs through him as you well know But you followed God's prearranged plan. With the help of lawless Gentiles, you nailed him to the cross and murdered him. However, God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life again. For death could not keep him in its grip. King King David said this about him. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is filled with joy and my mouth shouts his praises. My body rests in hope, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You have shown me the way of life, and you will give me wonderful joy in your presence. Dear brothers and sisters, think about this. David wasn't referring to himself when he spoke these words I've quoted, for he died and was buried and his tomb, it is still here among us. But he was a prophet and he knew God had promised with an oath that one of David's own descendants would sit on David's throne as the Messiah. David was looking into the future and predicting the Messiah's resurrection. He was saying that the Messiah would not be left among the dead and his body would not rot in the grave. This prophecy was speaking of Jesus, whom God raised from the dead, and we all are witnesses of this. Now he sits on the throne of highest honour in heaven at God's right hand. And the Father, as he had promised, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour out upon us just as you see and hear today. For David himself never ascended into heaven, yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, sit in honour at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. So let it be clearly known by everyone in Israel that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified to be both Lord and Messiah. Peter's words convicted them deeply. And they said to him and the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Each one of you must turn from your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you and to your children and even to the Gentiles. All all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging urging all his listeners, Save yourself, for this generation has gone astray. Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church, about 3,000 in all. They joined with the other believers and devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, sharing in the Lord's Supper and in prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all. And the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together constantly and shared everything they had. They sold their possessions and shared the proceeds with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day. Met in homes for the Lord's Supper. And shared their meals with great joy and generosity. All the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their group those are being saved. Amen. May we never lose our wonder. 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 I don't know if you pick up how many times that word is throughout that scripture. Wonder. Wonder. They're filled with wonder. Wonder. What wonderful news. Wonder. Their hearts come back to that place of awe and wonder. I love that at the end it's the, the, the only response is to gather in awe and wonder. The only response to Peter declaring the good news for the first time really in its fullness to a crowd of people is awe and wonder. And the only response to hearing the good news is awe, wonder, and I'm in. I'm in. May we never lose our wonder. Sometimes we try to make the most simple story in history very complex. And as we've been journeying through over the last few months, I feel that our community is in a place of preparation for things to come. He's been journeying us through this place of trying to discover what is authentic community. What, what, what does this really look like to, to be together? But with purpose. To daily see those come to know Jesus around us. Because we know who we are and we know what we carry in him. Because we're full of wonder of him. This story was never designed to stop with us. This story was always created to be multiplied into the next and the next and the next. But if we don't know that story in our own hearts, how the heck can we multiply that to another? If we don't have the wonder in our own hearts, how the heck can we multiply that into the heart of another? And we've got to strike this tricky balance, you guys. We've got to strike this balance of of feeding ourselves and growing and developing. And balance that off by just flying off out the nest. Of sharing what we have. Of giving away what we've got. of sharing those little challenges to wonder, of sharing those little bits and bobs that are sacred and deep and vulnerable.
1: May we never lose our wonder.
0: His very presence is awe and wonder. And it's only in his presence that things can really change. But somehow we we reserve it to a clinical exercise, we reserve it to a theoretical something. And we don't allow the theory to hit our hearts and our hands. And to be a genuine, authentic humanity is not easy. That transition from head to heart to hands is not an easy one. And it's one that the enemy hates. He would love for us to keep this all up in our heads. He would love us to be the most knowledgeable people about the wonder of God. He would love for that to happen and for that to stay within the confines of our own minds. But Holy Spirit comes and he says, No, let loose, freedom, let this out, let the wonder go. May we never lose our wonder.
1: When was the last time
0: that we just stopped and reflected on the wonder of who he is and what he's done? And also chosen to reflect on the wonder to come in those around us. We we're meant to be a wonderful people, entering into spaces and places where it's wonderless, and bringing His wonder alongside us in the power of His Holy Spirit. It can't be done alone. And here's the thing: here's the opposite of authentic community is isolation. And He can, the enemy, continue wants to bring us to a place of isolation, where we're either physically pulled aside or we feel all alone? This is a vulnerable question. How many of us have felt isolated in the last week? I've been doing a little bit of reason about isolation recently because it fascinates me i work um, for a couple of days a week up in um, scotland and i work alongside people who are generationally unemployed they've never had an example of going into work before and my role is to sit alongside um, some of these folks and just encourage them towards a place where they might be inspired that work is a great thing because we were designed for something more weren't we there's purpose And it's not just about having a job, is it? It's about the purpose there, the community that you find there. There's so many different benefits to us through work. And what I've discovered is that my role really is bringing people out of a place of isolation towards a place of community. It's the greatest kingdom exchange. But the thing that's critical in that is it's only the person that's sitting in your seat that can choose to step out of isolation towards community. Each one of us has a choice to make, to choose to see the community, to choose to be the community, to choose to start the community, to choose to realize that we are constantly in community. We are never alone. And you know what I love as we read through Acts, we see Peter, we see John, we see them living this out. They're standing before the top dudes in the court. They're not alone, though. They go to jail. They're not alone. May we never lose our wonder. those wonderful spaces and places that he wants to remind us of our inheritance is that we are never alone and that we have a powerful story to tell that the enemy would love to separate away to isolate places and spaces in our lives but he calls us back to a place Before Him, where He is central, and He says, "I long for you to be an authentic community who place Me central, who are constantly in awe and wonder about who I am and what I'm doing, who are fueled by that place and no other." And you know, I've just um, when I think about this, the Holy Spirit—I mean, what a dude!
1: Can you believe? Like, like so, so, so the living
0: God is living within you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is living within each one of us if we choose to accept that. I don't know how we could be nonchalant about that. How how could we be nonchalant that he is saying to us, here, I'm, I'm giving you this gift of my Holy Spirit. He's going to be your best friend forever. He's going to be right beside you all the time. He's going to be inspiring you and leading you, inspiring you to places that are scary but amazing. He's going to lead you to places where you're going to bring solution in this world where there has been constant problem. And he is calling us as a people to say, Our world is isolated. Isolation is all over. I don't know if you know that the statistics in this country have shifted and changed and they've decided now to incorporate loneliness into our our, uh, national statistics, not just for the elderly anymore, but across the ages. Loneliness is a prevalent thing in our community and we carry the solution to loneliness in our hands. Each one of us, when we know Jesus, we carry a solution to loneliness in our hands, it would be so selfish of us to keep it to ourselves. Each one of us equally. There's not some of us that have more of the solution than others. We're each called to combat this epidemic of loneliness in our planet by just simply reaching out to one more and one more and one more. That we may... Each know that we are seen and known. And Holy Spirit, he wants to just illuminate those people to us. He wants to illuminate those spaces and places to us. He wants to empower us in his spirit. Just to go about what he's doing. To join in with what he's up to. It just excites and thrills my heart. When we know who we are and what we carry in Jesus, things can never stay the same. May we never lose our wonder. May we never lose our wonder that what he did in us, he can do in another. May we never lose our wonder. I'm going to keep going because I like to repeat things because sometimes I don't hear it the first time. And that's why I wanted to repeat x 2 again. May we never get too far away from that story. May we never think that we've got that. The Holy Spirit, he comes and he comes again and he comes again and he comes again. He's all around us. He's ever present. He's always near. We don't get like full up and then that's our job done. He longs for relationship with us. He longs to come into the intimate places with us. He longs to come into the places and spaces of vulnerability in our lives and change and transform us, never to be the same again. And he longs to inspire us to reach out a hand to another and to show them too the great love, the great mercy, the great joy, the great wonder. That is Jesus. May we never lose our wonder. I wish I knew the rest of that song off by heart, but I don't. So, so we'll just stick with the wonder. And, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful because uh, my friend Kaslar it was a prophetic gift again, Kaslar, I love it. She, um, she gave me a gift the other day with wonder on it, um, this little tag here. I love that um, I went to a youth event in June, and um, it was just hilarious. Often people get my name muddled up because it's, it's not the normal name Rhoda. Um, not everybody has that name Rhoda, and a lady misheard, and she thought my name was Wonder, and I was delighted <laughs> that I, I, I kind of almost wanted to change it by Deadpool. Wonder. I, l- I just but anyway, that aside. What needs to shift in each of our hearts in each of our diaries in each of our minds so that we may never lose our wonder. When Holy Spirit controls our lives he will produce this kind of fruit in us. Love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness, and self-control. We're going to go on in November to explore a little bit more about the fruit of the Holy Spirit and just to dive into this. And we're going to stay on Acts 2. We're going to stay on there till Christmas! It's so exciting. And Andy's going to be back. Andy's in LA just now. And he is just having an incredible time, meeting some incredible people, just being filled up. So thank you so much for that. He'll be back the next time. But guys, when was the last time that you realized that when the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom, where the Spirit of the Lord is there is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and all the goodness of the fruit of his Spirit? Sometimes when we think about the Holy Spirit and what he does in our lives, we, we sometimes think about the physical manifestations, we think about the empowering, we think of all these things. But, but when we invite the Holy Spirit to have full control over all of us, all of his goodness just needs to flow out, doesn't it? That we marinate and saturate ourselves in his goodness. So I'm intentionally going to speak shorter today because I just want us to rest in his presence together. And we're going to invite the wonder-filled presence of the Lord to come and meet with us. And you know what, guys? Some of you have maybe never done this before. Some of you have maybe never said, I'm open to this before. Some of you have maybe been hurt by an experience in a church before and for that we're really sorry but you know what Holy Spirit he is just so kind and he longs to come and show us and and when we welcome Holy Spirit we know he's already here right we're 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 not like inviting a new friend in oh yeah you're welcome now it's 10 past 12 come on in he's all around us he goes before us he lives within us all we're doing is we're just positioning ourselves and we're saying i recognize you as king of my life i position you myself and your authority and i proclaim once again that you're my king and we believe here as a vineyard church that he comes and speaks to us he comes and brings pictures to us words of encouragement and not just to us but for people across this space and across this city and our lives and in our worlds. So it might be, you guys, that as we just welcome his presence to come, that you have a picture or a word for somebody else in the room. And I just want to invite you to be bold and walk across the room. You never know what someone woke up saying this morning. And you never know if that strange word, which is always going to lift up our heads, right? We're not going to proclaim death or dying over anyone. That's not what we do here. You never know, and I love that in the mystery of God, what it is that we carry that is a gift to somebody else. So we're just going to stand up just now. I'm going to invite you. You might want to stand on the spot or something, get yourself warmer. might want to just roll your shoulders. Get yourself comfortable. I'm just going to invite you if you want. Just to put your hands out in front of you. Just as an expression. That you're hungry. May we never lose our wonder. Holy Spirit is here. And he wants to meet with every single individual in this room he wants to come and speak to our hearts and lives so Holy Spirit we welcome you here we speak an increase of wonder in this room come Lord Jesus increase your presence in this space we fully rely on you I just have a picture of a couple of folk who have guarded their hearts, who have put, um, they've almost built their own wall around their hearts. And Jesus is just saying, I want to I come and meet you right in the midst of who you are. And it's okay. We're going to be okay. So Jesus, I just speak to hearts right now, to each heart, that we would be open and hungry for
1: you. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus.
0: Yeah, we just speak to those who are weary. Would you come and renew us in your power right now? Come,
1: Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Increase your presence here.
0: Come Lord Jesus. Come Lord Jesus. Yeah, we just speak the peace that passes all understanding. Mike we just speak the peace that passes all understanding. The peace that passes all understanding. Be your best friend. The peace that passes all understanding. Come. Come Lord Jesus. Come Lord Jesus. Increase your presence.
1: Come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus. Just going to wait on you, Lord Jesus. Just going to wait on you, Lord Jesus. Just going to wait on you. You could do with a little bit more patience?
0: Okay. So Father, we thank you that patience is a fruit of your spirit. And we just speak patience over our hearts and our lives. That we position our whole selves into your patience. Father, that we may just trust you in the gaps. That we may position ourselves in the mystery and trust that you've got it. You've got the gap sorted. So come Lord Jesus, I just pray for those who feel that we have a short temper, a short patience, that it just seems that it quickly depletes and goes. Father, that you would help us to lean into you in those moments of deep vulnerability. That you would help us to lean into you and say sorry, but then receive your forgiveness, your love, your joy, your mercy, and increased
1: patience. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus.
0: Who needs some joy? I got that joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart, down in my heart, I got that joy, 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 down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy So very happy, I got the love of Jesus in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy, I got the love of Jesus in my heart. Right, we're going to sing this again. And this is like a declaration thing. The enemy hates joy. He hates patience, he hates love, he hates peace, he hates all those things. And sometimes we've got to deploy tactics which just bring joy instantly. This song is so ridiculously simple and a little bit stupid, but it can bring joy to our hearts. So we're just going to sing this as a declaration. Are you ready? One, two, three, I got that joy, 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 joy down. Okay, this time we're singing it again. I know that you don't feel happy, all of you. And happiness is just a feeling, but joy is a fruit of the Spirit. So we're going for the joy again, because this is something that our world needs, you guys. This is something that we cannot contain or keep to ourselves Or not tap into. And it's the most vulnerable of emotions. It's the most vulnerable place that we can come to. Many of us live with an impending sense of doom. But Holy Spirit wants to come and replace that with an impending sense of joy. So we're going to declare that together. And if you want to join in, you join in. But there's no forcible joy here. It's an offer for you. He wants to give you the gift of joy, the fruit of joy in your life. And I'm just going to specifically to speak to those people who suffer with depression, with depression-like thinking, and who are going through a season of sadness right now. And and we don't trivialize that. We don't say that's not tough, because that's really tough. But we do declare that our Father has joy in the midst of your mourning. Has joy in the midst of your sadness, which reaches beyond a feeling. To the pit of who you are, to the, to the centre of who you are, to, to the very core of your being. So let's just sing this together and proclaim this over each other and proclaim this over our lives. And also proclaim this over our neighbourhood and our city and our nation. Here we go. One, two, three. Joy, 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 down in my heart. Down in my heart, down in my heart. I got that joy, 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 down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I got the love of Jesus in my heart And I'm so happy, so very happy I got the love of Jesus in my heart I got that joy, 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 joy down in my heart Down in my heart, down in my heart I got that joy, 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 joy down in my heart Down in my heart to stay, and I'm so happy, so very happy, I got the love of Jesus in my heart, and I'm so happy, so very happy, I got the love of Jesus in my heart.
1: What are the fruit of the
0: spirit that you need to declare over yourself declare over your friends declare over your workplace this week what do you proactively need to step into and ask the father for more of where are the places and spaces of your life where you need to co-partner in his wonder how could this shift your Monday as you walk into an office place that's hopeless you carry the hope and the wonder and the awe of Jesus and Father we just stand before you and we thank you so much that we are not alone we were created for community and we have community with us all the time in you but Father thank you for the extra gift of each other Thank you for the extra gift that we can reach out to one another in an authentic community. That we can get beyond ourselves and see the other. Thank you for that command to love ourselves as we love one another. And Father, we don't want to leave this space and place of thinking until we become an authentic community who reflects who you are who is hungry for who you are, who knows that when we enter into your presence, we are never changed, we are never the same. And that is what fills us with awe and wonder. So Jesus, I speak against apathy in this room, and I say you can die in Jesus' name. You can go in Jesus' name. And Father, would you help us to be a passion-filled people who just love you, who see that when we put you first and centre in our lives, that we cannot help but be filled with awe and wonder.
1: I'm just going to invite
0: uh, Nath if that's okay, just to come and and repeat any song, Nath. I don't I don't mind what it is. You go for it, man. You're you're awesome. And we're just going to worship together, and then we're going to just go and get our kids if we need to go and get our kids, and you can keep worshiping. I'm just going to deeply encourage us guys as well. Community um, doesn't start often by somebody coming towards you. Often it starts by you going towards another. And that's a vulnerable place to be. But I'm just going to invite you to go towards another today. To invite a community space and place. You know, I'm an introvert. I'd rather live in a cave. Literally. I get my fill of people. Andy is a raging Extrovert. But I know that if I separate myself from people, it's not going to do me any good and it's not going to do the other people around me any good either. I choose community. But it's not easy. And it means that sometimes you get a slap in the face. <laughs> and that's rubbish. But it's worth it. Because in the bigger scale, we were made for community. We were made to do this life together and not alone. So I'm just going to encourage us just to, 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 to stand before Holy Spirit as we worship and say, Father, what have you got that I can give away today? What word of encouragement are you going to give me to give away today? And there's going to be beautiful community moments that come about when we step into those places and spaces of being seen and known. So thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thanks, Nathan.